Hey there, I'm Rachel Corbett and welcome to another episode of Small Change, the podcast that's all about the small changes you can make that'll make a big difference to your finances. And we all make mistakes, right? But when it comes to money, the less of those mistakes, the better, because the consequences are crappy. And Lucky, financial advisor and founder of On Your Own Two Feet, Helen Baker, is here with five tips to help you avoid common money mistakes. Many times when we're talking with people, we are helping them to avoid a mistake that we can't actually quantify because thank goodness we prevented it. But conversely, we see people who come in who have made some mistakes. And generally, in my experience, when it looks at a mistake that's related to finance, it's generally a big one. And when you think about I think about sometimes that I've done my own hair, you know, and you go, oh my goodness, I should just go to the hairdresser and get the hairdresser to do it properly. But I'm either short on time or I thought, oh, I might save a little bit. And it's turned out to be a really big mistake. So in finances, we see that a lot. And the fortunate thing, I think, over the years of getting and seeing quality financial advice given is you're actually accelerating the position of where people can be. The advice is really helping them to either get started on something they never, they may never get started on, or it could be that you helped clarify something that gave them peace of mind and sleep at night factor, or it can be as simple as actually avoiding a really big mistake. So We see a lot where people get advice from uh, reading something or listening to something or just taking a chance on something or their friends did something or a colleague and they tried the same things, but it doesn't always work out. So as my mum always says, you know, if it's so easy, why do you have to study so much? It's because it's not. It's not that easy. And things change a lot. You know, we have legislation changes, the economy changes, people's goals change, things happen in life, good and bad events happen in life. So we want to be able to steer the ship in the right course, keep it on track, accelerate your position over the longer term and make sure that you don't lose money because working hard to earn money and to buy yourself choices in the future, you don't want to have blips that mean you have to sell investments because Murphy's Law says when you sell them, they're always cheaper than what they were valued at when you bought it and you've done all the hard yards. So let's avoid mistakes. And I'm going to come back and tell you five tips to help you avoid those mistakes. So the first one is probably getting the wrong advice to start with. Certainly when people are going through a divorce, I see where they sign off on the dotted line without getting financial advice first and often come in with having made a big mistake. They've got the wrong assets or things are not how they thought it was going to turn out. They don't have enough. So divorce is one aspect where you really should get advice before you sign on the dotted line. But everyday things, you're making decisions probably all the time without even realising it. So whether you're missing out on an opportunity that you weren't aware of or you've got an issue in there that you're not quite sure of. But whilst you can read books, there are other people who are writing books in areas that they are not licensed in and are maybe just not quite up to speed. And that's the other thing with books is they can date. So where people may make a comment on something, that might not be relevant now. Generally, you go to the doctor if you want to get some good advice about your health. So we want to get good advice for our finances as well. The second one is about consolidating super. So you hear it a lot about, oh, 
you know, consolidate your super into this fund. And it's usually about fear around fees. But the issue a lot for consolidating super is what you don't realize is that if you consolidate them together, that the insurance inside is generally lost. And we've seen situations where people actually should have made a claim but didn't know they could have made a claim. So if the insurance is gone, they can't go back and claim. There are time limits anyway. But you might have insurance in one fund and you might have a health issue that means you need to keep what you have, even though it might be sometimes an over-insurance situation, but one's covering things that the other one isn't covering. So making sure that you understand the details in those policies And again, if you're moving over super to another one, what sort of investments are in this other one? If it's got cheaper fees, perhaps it's because it doesn't have exposure to the investments that were in the other fund. So it's the old, you know, you get what you pay for sometimes in the sense of the devil is absolutely in the detail that goes the deeper you go in understanding super, the more you're aware of. And just talking to someone the other day, they were like, wow, I didn't even know that. So there's a lot that sits in there. And again, there are some funds that have an admin fee that can be flat dollar fee and then an investment fee that's a percentage, but a lot of them are both percentages. So let's just assume you had $100,000 in one super, $100,000 in the other super. If you roll them together at $200,000, but it's 1% on both the funds, it's still 1%. 1% of $200,000 is the same as 1% on 100 plus 1% on 100,000. So again, seek advice before you make any of those commitments and make sure that you don't make a costly mistake. The third one is around crystal balling. So, you know, just like I might say to you, who's going to win the NRL this year or who's going to win the AFL this year? Some people might get it right. But we have predictions in the market, like who saw COVID coming? Who saw the floods coming? Who saw this situation with Ukraine coming? There is always something coming that the timing, how long it's going to last to have impact on markets, no one really knows these things and they're taking chances or withdrawing money or they're making these changes when really they may not need to be making those changes at all. So again, it's about getting advice, not trying to predict the future, but making sure that the way that you're set up is set up for good times and bad times. Number four is costly investments. So there's an awful lot of investments out there and today we want to do things ourselves. So you often hear about self-managed super funds and there's plenty of statistics out there that show you that many self-managed super funds are actually only invested in cash and term deposits. And if you look at the rate of inflation, let's just say it's 3%, cash is really not making any money. Turn deposits is maybe making 0.1%. So that money sitting in there is actually going backwards. So again, you don't need to be one extreme or the other. You can have a, a really good mix of investments and some softer, what we call in the industry, defensive investments to ride good times and bad times and trying to link that with strategy. So don't always go for what seems like it's the flavor of the month or what everyone else is doing, make sure that what you're doing is really appropriate for you. And most importantly, what you don't want is that those funds that you're investing in are frozen down the track or blow up. So again, we want to look at how we make wise decisions with our investments. And lastly, number five, 
not so blissful ignorance. We often say ignorance is bliss and oh, I don't want to know. And certainly for me having done this for a long time is people often put their head in the sand because they're so frightened. But the problem is that putting your head in the sand actually doesn't achieve anything and the problem is still there. And when it comes to investing and finance, you're losing time. What we want to do is get our heads out of the sand and start taking action steps that get you on your own two feet and keep you there. And don't be scared. Start getting out there and getting the support that you need. Similarly, don't leave all the financial side of things to a spouse. Make sure that you're across those things because we've certainly seen situations where one spouse has either gone into some crazy investment or conversely done nothing. Meanwhile, they're both bad for whoever the other spouse is. So we want to make sure that we're involved in these things, that we know where money is, and we're involved in the decision making. So again, don't put your head in the sand. Make sure you get out there and make the best of your finances. So there are five tips to avoid mistakes. There could be hundreds more, but we want to make sure that we are getting the right advice, that we are making good decisions when thinking about consolidating our super. We're not trying to crystal ball what the future looks like. We're managing our investments or investing in investments that actually make sense for us and that we are not so blissfully ignorant. We want to pull our head out of the sand, take charge and get control of our finances. So good luck. I look forward to seeing you on your own two feet. So you get up there on those feet of yours and run into your no money mistake future. And if you are enjoying these tips, make sure you run into a friend and share it with them. And we will see you on the next episode of Small Change.